It's, it's enough with fucking the, assholes. It's enough with the science stuff. I'm, I'm over the science stuff. <laughs> I fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 142 for Schnozcast on Saturday, September 25th, 2021. How are ya? It's Bob, joined by co-hosts of the Tenacious Variety, Nick Bader, Corey Slesky, Todd Dillon, and we'll have a special guest joining us momentarily. So, <laughs> go ahead, he made it just in time. Just in time the buzzer just in time yeah we appreciate it man it was a we were sitting on sitting on our hands what's gonna happen todd's gotta be here we got we it. gotta do it all right if you're new to the podcast thanks for tuning in you can catch us here every weekend uh, at around this time give or take a couple of minutes uh but in the meantime if you'd like to catch us on superior high def audio you can stream us on iTunes, Spotify, Spotbean, Spotify, Spotbeanify, Pandora. You're just going to put music on all of them now. <laughs> yeah, that's your recovery Audi- from that. Audibly, uh, Stitcher, and everywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also find us on social media on Pantube, <laughs> Insta. What, what the kids are calling Instagram, Uface. Uh, and it's going to be a long episode, everyone. <laughs> and FaceTube God. at Schnozcast. You can also email us at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can text or call us on the Shocker line at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker line. And that phone is actually in our possession and powered on and ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Corey. Yes. It's a landmark. <laughs> this is a landmark. <laughs> You're right in my field of vision. Sorry, Corey, I, Corey. I, it's just easier. I'm still answer him a little quicker. Okay, <laughs> still trying to yes, Bob. Gather all my thoughts. It's a landmark episode. We Wait, are, hold on. Yeah, thoughts. Thought. I'm trying to get there. We thought. go. It's a landmark episode. Uh, your your heroes in the Shotscast are trying to slowly but painfully move on from the world of Fireball into some other sort of liquor. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so that's all for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I have some insane housekeeping. Oh, uh, let's go. Let's hear it. That I just came across about an hour and a half ago. Okay. Um, I got a call from my sister, Callie. Yeah. Who is currently in Myrtle Beach with my mom and Scott. And Callie's new, well, I didn't realize how long it's been. I guess it's been a year already. Okay. And uh, guess who just got engaged? Oh, I already wished him congratulations on Facebook. Oh, tell your mom congratulations. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. I mean, hey, mom, there's only two choices there. Where's that ten? Yeah. Grand? Go the other way. Where's that ten grand? Wow, that's yeah. that's huge. Yeah. So I had no clue. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook a few hours ago, and oh, happy congratulations or whatever you say. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently he <laughs> apparently he talked to Danielle about it, uh, but asked my mom like three because they they've been there since Monday or no last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
and asked her like three days ago. So are you guys gonna do a bargain wedding? Twofer. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, Celeski uh, number one upstairs. <laughs> I was going to say, Celeski number two you, downstairs. You can't even use our initials because they're the same. That's yeah. true. So. All right, so one tux, which one of you is going to wear the coat? Which one's going to wear the pants? <laughs> Shotgun coat. Wow. That's yeah. huge news. Congratulations, Kelly and Dylan. Congratulations. Nice I'm, sure they're, I'm sure they're not listening, but that's fine. If I wasn't in such a huge rush to get here, I was actually going to tell them to make sure they tuned in uh, right away because I knew I, I wanted to talk about it. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they are probably doing other things. Yeah. I, oh. would, I would hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. Um, you, you know, you guys know me. I, I am. Yeah. If you go back and listen to previous episodes of the Shanaz cast, which why would you? But if you did, you'd know that I have always been willing to put Myself and all of you at great personal risk of embarrassment in the interest of telling stories. Okay. So here's my, here's my query to you guys. So I'm out. I'm out at uh, Bob Evans getting breakfast a couple weeks ago. As one does. Down As on one the farm. does. Love Bob Evans. Down on the farm. My dad used to take us there when we were little kids. And he called the Big Red Restaurant and go there and get biscuits and gravy every time and my dad used to get a glass of tomato juice and he would he would put cracked pepper on top of it he just keep keep twisting it in there and and drink it and you know as you do when you're a young lad you look up to your dad and so i wanted to do it too and for all of my life whenever i go to bob evans at no other time i've never bought tomato juice for my house in my entire life but every time i go to bob evans glass of tomato juice with pepper Uh uh-huh so I go there the other day and uh, make my usual order, and she's like, yeah, we, we, we don't have tomato juice. I'm like, oh, man, you're out of it, huh? She's like, no, no, we don't carry anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? You don't carry? Why would you not? She's like, sir, probably in the last year we've sold three glasses of tomato juice, and I'm going to guess they were all to you. <laughs> Can I interest you in a peppered fruit punch? <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck now? I mean, I... Uh, Do they allow outside juices or condiments? So that's where I'm going. So hold on. So here, so this, this, that's the first half of the story. The second half is yesterday... Uh, Hopefully there's a third half that I'm thinking of, too. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday... Uh, Three halves? Young Jack... Yes, doesn't shut up. up. Young Jack got himself a new automobile. And on the way to pick up the new car, um, I picked him up at, at the house and, and drove him out there. And we were talking about... He's like, oh, man, we, dro- we drove right by Miller's Bar, Todd's favorite burger yeah. in, in the Dearborn area. Yeah. <laughs> best, mediocre, best mediocre bar bur- burger ever. Yes, that is a fair assessment. So the dealership is right across from Miller's, so he, he pointed out, I was like, when's the last time you were at Miller's? I'm like, oh, man, it's been forever. I'm like, you know what? I think I sh- I'm going to go there for lunch today. But, f- damn it, my ATM card has been on the fritz. I just got a new one, and, and like, everywhere I go, it's been problems. And they only take cash. And he's like, well, tell you what, I got like a bunch of cash from, you know, tips from the job. Um, I go, perfect. If you can hook me up, I'll just Venmo it right back to you. And that'll save me a trip to the ATM. He's like, cool. So we pick up the car. And on the way out, he's like, you still going to Miller's? I'm like, yeah. Eventually he's like, well, you want to just go together? I'm like, that's a great idea. So we go to Miller's, get a burger, sit at the bar. And at Miller's, the order that I've always gotten, which is not surprisingly the same that my dad always got when he took us there when we were kids is a cheeseburger medium and onion rings. 
Um, but then we order asked asked them to bring Grey Poupon for the onion rings. That's the, gross. The spicy mustard. It's nasty. Per- yes, perfect. I know. It's beautiful. Gotcha. So spicy. I asked for the same thing, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't think we've got any of that." I'm like, "Are you out, or do you not carry no Grey Poupon?" Yeah, we don't we don't carry that anymore. Oh <laughs> like, no. Uh, okay, now I can't go to Miller's. I can't go to Bob Evans. What is this world coming to? You're asking for weird things at at places that probably wouldn't have those. things. But they've like, had those things for <laughs> decades. Until, you're going to a yeah. hole in the wall bar burger place and asking for grape poupon instead of but yellow. But they've mustard. had it since the '50s. And you're so going to a breakfast what, place asking for tomato I think, juice. I think you're missing my point. They've had it. I for think I think you're making years. great points, Bob. So here's I, my query. My query is, and I asked this to Jack, and I want to know what you guys think. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not at all what an old man would do, but number 10 being absolutely 100% old man behavior. Yes, would 10. You, would, you, would you first avoid going to the restaurant anymore? No. The fuck is wrong with you? Because they don't serve your food. No. <laughs> first of all, it's not your food. No, <laughs> they don't serve the food the way that you like it. None uh, of that is food. So on a scale of 1 to 10, that, is, that would be a what? A ten being the ten being the most uh, old man. I, thing oh yeah, that's that's for sure. That's a ten. A ten. Well, yeah, that's not what, even. You can't put a number did, to I, that. I don't understand what we're voting on. What are we voting? He on? wants to know how Most old manish it would be for him to bring his own tomato juice. No, 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 and no. no. The first Poupon. one is the first one is do, refusing to go there anymore because they don't serve the food the way that you like. No, it. that's just ridiculous. The the food is served perfectly. <laughs> they just don't have condiments and drinks you want. Right. Right. So the sec. So the second scenario is. Uh, bringing your own grape coupon and tomato juice to the restaurant. No, that's super weird. That's I think so. I think the second one is a ten out of ten for old manish. Okay, and the first is a four because similarly, Bob, I think uh, as a child, my favorite thing was going to IHOP uh, mm-hmm. for and for those people who don't know the International House of Pancakes. And the one thing that we never ever had in our home, you couldn't find in the grocery store when I was a kid, was boysenberry syrup. And so that became my thing. I loved the boysenberry syrup. So again, a condiment. Now, if you go to IHOP these days, I, I, every time I go in, I'm like, "Hey, can you guys have, do you guys have the boysenberry?" No, never heard of it. We stopped carrying it <laughs> twenty years ago. Never heard I don't go to IHOP anymore. You don't go. Yeah. To, okay. So I'm with you, Bob. All I right. think the I think the I think the correct thing to do is just not go back. But every now and again, I get forced into it by Mary when we were in Colorado. <laughs> Uh, she dragged me, or in Oregon, when she dragged me to an IHOP, and uh, again, I and I do the thing, knowing what they're going to say, "Hey, you guys have boysenberry?" Right. No, <laughs> I'm like this place sucks ass, and but I do have boysenberry my pantry right now, but I don't take it with me because I'm old manish. Yeah. Okay. So the third thing would be what I actually ended up doing at Miller's, which is I didn't touch the rings and I asked for a bag and I took them home and I ate them with my own grape coupon out of my Ooh. fridge. That's what I'm talking about. Is that, is that, but they're soggy. Oh, that's fine. They? Uh, uh, yeah, they weren't as good, but, but weren't they? <laughs> Maybe they were better. <laughs> why, why don't, why don't, I mean, you could solve the Miller's thing very easily and it wouldn't be very old manish. Okay. If you, if you came in with your own, you know, a little squeeze bottom grape coupon. <laughs> that would be super weird. It would if be. you like opened a trench coat and had like, uh, you know, a can of tomato juice <laughs> and and a that's, squeeze thing yes. of grape coupon. That's that would I... be really weird. But if you knew you were going to Miller's and like, um, you like went brought on the, a, brought the tomato juice by accident. No, if you if you went on Amazon and bought like 
the the little um, plastic packets of Grey Poupon that they definitely uh, have. I've seen those before. Yeah, yeah. And bought like a bag of those and keep them in your car and then just like grab two or three of them and when you go into Miller's, like that wouldn't be weird because it's like a little ketchup packet. That's dorky and weird. <laughs> well, Nick, you're, you're that's, I that, like that, that strike two things. I, I'm going to order packets bullshit. No, no, no. no. That's, that's I way better. I would tell Miller's, I'm not coming back unless you guys invest. And I'll give you the $3 right now invest <laughs> in a jar of grape on. <laughs> Well, so the problem. I think that's the better way to do it. The problem with that is, uh, not too long ago when they did carry it, and you asked for the jar, like if it was me and Jack and Cecilia all going to eat, we would probably go through like a half of the jar <laughs> for three orders fine. of rings. So, fine. Hey, so if you like the place, once again, yeah. go to man and say, "Hey, I am going to buy you because you cheap bitches are too lazy to go buy grape coupon. I'm going to buy a giant jar of this shit and give it to you." And I expect to have when I get here. Yeah. Or you just tell no one and you buy 25 <laughs> squeeze bottles of Grey Poupon and all the little serve stations, you put them in there. And then be like, oh, looks like you're carrying it again. Like, just don't tell anybody. Every time you go there, bring a bottle yeah. and just sneak it into one of their little ketchup stations. That's what I'm talking about. I like that idea. That's better than the packets thing. I'm sorry, Todd. It sounds like we're losing you. Um, <laughs> I think there's um, some pork that needs to be checked on. I think that uh, I, I think that each of us has our own little peccadillos and the way that we like things a certain way. So I kind of put this in that category. But rather than being an old acting in an old man way, I'm like, let me see what the crowd thinks of this. I just want to know a. What your dad? So he would just drink the tomato juice and pepper. Yeah, yeah. He they would, didn't he have sprinkle pepper. It's a virgin bloody mary. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, exactly what it is. He would sprinkle the pepper. No, in, that's in not exactly what it is. It. But I mean, they have spices and hot sauce. Yeah, there's a lot more that goes into bloody lemon, mary mix. Lemon than, pepper, Worcestershire. Uh, sometimes may, maybe he did that, but maybe when he caught wind that I also wanted to do it, he was just a little. Let me just stick to the pepper. So I guess. here's here's <laughs> here's the the real question: the real old man yeah. or power move question okay if your dad was like trying to stomach taking kids out to breakfast like oh god i'm gonna go fucking take these kids out to breakfast <laughs> did your dad have like a little cigar snifter of vodka in his coat vodka that That's when would, you guys looked the other he way he went he, right he, inside no. absolutely no. i'll bet dollars donuts he had no. a little freaking those little minis i bet he, i bet he did have little airplane <laughs> no. bottles no my my dad was my dad was never... A no, he liked tomato juice with pepper, okay? My dad was never like a closet drinker or like his drinking was out in the open. He played softball. Um, he played golf. Uh, he coached football. But you can't he, drink it. But, uh, but I'm saying... He, like, he, 11, he, so, so yeah, he would never... He wasn't a wake and drink kind of a guy. He wasn't a guy who needed to like drown his sorrows or like drink to get through the day or any of that kind of shit. So... No, I don't think that ever that ever happened. I'd like to think it did. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I and hope, I also I hope he had a meet, and he was just breaking the rules at Bob Evans because that's bullshit. <laughs> I also feel like your they dad should, was they should survive single handedly. No, you're you're good. Single handedly de- keeping them uh, that stuff in stock. Like the only yeah. reason why Bob Evans on Michigan Avenue was had tomato juice was because your dad would go there, and and, and then I picked up the torch and I. And same thing tradition. with the Grey Poupon, which I didn't even know they had at one point. Yes. Yeah. Your dad's probably like, Robert, 
for the last 45 years, I have kept tomato juice constantly in stock by going once a week to Bob Evans. You obviously dropped the ball and only went once in a blue moon. You have to know that you got to go every week and request it. I did this for 45 years, and finally they're not having it anymore because of you. I'd like to think that were he still alive, he'd have a few other things to say than a commentary about the tomato juice stock. <laughs> but, but but yeah, I see where you go. I mean, he, he, yeah, I think he was keeping those places in stock. But, but again, he was a lot like Corey, Corey's gas station runs or your, you know. He was uh, methodical. Things that he liked and he liked in the way he liked them. Yeah. He actually, he, his thing was service. So when he went to Miller's, it's all a cash business, right? So there's no bill, um, and you have to pay cash. So you, they don't take down what you order. You go up to the cashier, and you tell them what you had, and then they go, okay, you owe us forty two fifty, Right. And then you give them forty two fifty plus whatever tip, and then that's, that's it. And if you don't have cash, uh, there is an ATM out by the front door right now, but the, for a long time, there wasn't. And yeah, they, they never would, had one. They'd be like, oh, I guess you're fucking washing dishes because we don't take your credit card here. So... So thanks, fellas. <laughs> That's I need I needed a bit of a um, expert opinion on that. Uh, oh, you are more than welcome. Yeah, I knew I could count on you guys. That's what we're here for. I'm happy uh, to. Help. Uh, hey, real quick, Todd, I want to dish it over to you before we get into uh, the first segment of bringing our first guest. Uh, or actually, he's a good. Let's bring him in now. Let's bring it. We're, we've got a special guest uh, sitting in the room waiting patiently for me to get done with my stupid story. Uh, Mr. Hey, we were on at the same time too. Mr. James Krabby Pappas, um, Krabby. What up, though? Hey there, buddy. I, I've got your problem solved. Problem is Todd's fucked, but we have Bob and uh, and uh, nuts. And I and I and I and I want to. Uh, I'm going to challenge you too. Uh, I have drank at Bob's. So there is alcohol about it. You just got to bring it in yourself. I'm really late. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so I'd like to challenge that. That was my first challenge on the Snazcast tonight. Krabby, can you go back? And the and- syrup, Tom, I, if you were in the Detroit area, I would have solved because I do know where to get that, but you can't, you can't get it out of out west where you're at. Here, bud. No, no. I Actually, we am able to get it out here. I have some in my pantry right now, so we, we were able to get it out here. But uh, No, I mean, at an actual restaurant. Yeah, like, yeah. I could point you to a restaurant here if you're yeah. back in the D. If you're gotcha. back in the D, I could hook you up. Gotcha. Yeah, I, yeah. I just stopped going to IHOP. I mean, they, they don't get it right now. Yeah, you are a man of principle, I will tell you. You're a man of principle. You you give solid C minuses and a strong mediocre burger. Those are a couple things that you'll pass out. You're not afraid. So anyway, what's up, fellas? It's good to be on, man. It's good to be on. Hey, man, we, we appreciate you joining uh, in anticipation of your triumphant return to the studio next Saturday night. Oh, man. Oh, I can't excited. wait. Looking forward to it. Going to be awesome. My favorite time of the year, fall football season, and I get to come on and be a host on the Schnozcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What the hell? You, Nick, you're going to be outnumbered next And it's Saturday. my birthday month. Get, get out of here, man. It's my birthday month. It's, it's fantastic. Another guy who does the whole <laughs> yeah, month-long right. birthday? What the fuck? All right. Love to hear it, Craig. No, no. It's my birthday month. Not, yeah, absolutely. All right. And another little fun fact about, about Miller's. Is uh first place I ever bought when I was underage. You want to guess what age? Uh, 12. 12. <laughs> Ooh, 
Come on, man. Six, 16. Yeah. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 16 and 12 are both equally even. You're, 14. You're 14. 14. <laughs> 14. Nice. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I grew up. I grew up Catholic. What are you gonna do? So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see how this yeah. we're gonna see how this goes tonight. Uh, we we kind of all put our heads together and said that we want to take a break from uh, from Fireball for a little while. So Bob and I were racking our brains to try and figure out what. Obviously, there's other liquor, uh, and uh, it's it's hard to look in that direction because we always go with what we know. And uh, so we've decided tonight on um, Revel Stoke roasted apple flavored uh, whiskey. Did so, you just go over there to look at it? Because I just did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> we was a, we both took two separate trips. Right? I go, what the hell did we buy again? Yeah, exactly. I know it was roasted <laughs> apple, and then Corey's got the what flavors? Of Corey, uh, mango pineapple, mango uh, pineapple svedka. svedka. Yes. So let's. Uh, this could be a shit show. Jim, I don't know. Jesus. Jimmy, you got. It's uh, already a shit show. Jimmy, you got bourbon, I assume. Yeah, I have a little number nine, which is a collaborative effort from the Cedar Ridge Distillery in Iowa and Slipknot. Wow. The group Slipknot. Yeah, it's excellent. The group Slipknot? It is excellent. I got it when I was in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. Yeah, I got it in Cedar Rapids. I was in Cedar Rapids about three weeks ago, and a friend of mine got it. She got it for me as a present when I was coming to visit her. Wow. Good stuff. Todd, what do you got over there? Yeah, I highly recommend it. 99 proof, a little more on the rye side for a whiskey. Good stuff. Todd, what do you got going over there? I got myself some uh, Heritage Heritage Distillery Brown Sugar Bourbon again. I'm back to the Brown Sugar baby. Brown Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. how, how long you been hitting that bourbon? Has it been a couple hours now? Well, I started at eight thirty. Eight thirty. Okay. Wanted to get, and this is ninety nine proof bourbon. So yeah, yeah. Was, was that batch Try number nine or sh- or shot number nine? <laughs> Slipknot number nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you got them, guys, uh, put them in the air. Uh, do a shot with us. If you're drinking coffee, good for you. Um, it's going to be uh, these gentlemen in about a few days, actually, for yep. Sober October. Cheers. Cheers. Shazam. Huh. Brown sugar. That's not bad. No, that's not. Not terrible. Um, gives me all warm and tingly in my warm places. Corners is terrible. No, it really was. It, it definitely needs to be colder. It's terrible. It it's just got terrible. put in the freezer like you know 15 it. minutes ago. Not a mango fan, Todd? Yeah. No, I love mango. Svedka, trashy blended vodka. <laughs> I, I had to steer away. There was one, there, and it wasn't Svedka, I'll tell you that, but I actually had a girl one time leave um, a like tropical gray goose or something. I forget what the flavor was, but it was something tropical like that. And it was gray goose. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. I, I'll definitely finish this. And I think it might've been mango or something. And I took a, she was drinking it with like Sprite or something. And I poured, I'm Ugh. like, yeah, it was like the next time everyone was here. I'm like, Oh, I got a little treat tonight. We're all going to do some gray goose. And I poured a few shots and I tasted it. And it reminded me of like being in high school walking into the bathroom while my sisters were spraying Garnier Fructis and like you accidentally got some of it in your mouth. <laughs> like, I was like, Oh my God, this tastes like hairspray. It was disgusting. I'm like, because the alcohol, the strong alcohol flavor and like the artificial mango, I'm like, okay, no, I can't have this. 
It had to go. So hopefully that's oh, much better, Corey. God. Yeah, no, I, I'm good. I always said it doesn't need to be colder, but. Yeah, I'll work on that. Thank you. All uh, right. Quick question. Oh, yeah, go can ahead. I, can I ask you real quick? Sure. Uh, what, what's, the, uh, what's the deal going on in October in coffee? I heard Nick say something about oh, sober uh, October. Yeah, uh, so Corey and I are going to do sober October. Um, I'm, I'm going to start in the third because I've got, uh, no. I've got arrangements on the first oh and the goodness. second. But I'll be going until uh, November 3rd. So, Corey, are you starting on the first? I'm starting on the I first, I still yeah. object. I strongly object. And I want to be in for me. Uh, you can join. We talked about this. First, October's October, not October 3rd. I mean, <laughs> and I want to be in this thing for money. No, I'm not. We're not. I'm doing it for for the health ex, the health benefits, Todd. Not 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 to get uh, get rich. Corey and Bob went and saw their cardiologist, and they said this is probably <laughs> necessary. So I don't need to. I already know what the answer. <laughs> is. Yeah. Well, I'm sure his cardiologist will say, "Hey, well then you should take the whole month of October." You put my 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 thing <laughs> is is I told the guys today. I said, "Listen, I've been on the fence about this. It was something initially that Bob wanted to do, and then Corey came up to me and said he was going to do it as well." And uh, I was like, huh, you know, uh, am I going to be the only guy not doing this? Like, oh, God, I guess Nick really has a problem. He can't do it. Everyone else is doing it. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, this is just an idea that Bob came up with on his own. He wasn't, like, parading around talking it's not like about I invented it. it but but yeah. it wasn't like you were like, hey, guys, we should really do this. No. Um, my thoughts were, I'm like, listen, if you want to do, just because it happens to fucking rhyme with October, like, that's it fine. Does. But – Let's. I would do it like in April or something. Don't do it around the fucking holidays. I love Halloween. It's my favorite time. We go haunted housing and all that good <coughs> shit. And, oh, no, Corey just had a, a rogue cough into the microphone. Uh, but but for me, it's like I, I got stuff I want to do. Like I love I love cider and and uh, Captain Morgan and things like that. Like when we go on the the hay rides and shit. And I'm like I'm not sacrificing my October. Because of this stupid thing, because you guys just decided to do it this month. So if you want to do it, come see me in April or fucking February. And we yeah, can I do might, that. I might do it again in April. Yeah, Who we knows? could do. I'll totally do that. But uh, it doesn't matter what the name of the month is. It's just a good exactly. prompt Nick, to like. Oh, that's a good idea. Nick and I were on the phone yesterday, and he's like, "Yeah, I've I've been going back and forth about doing the sober October thing with you guys, and uh, you know, it just uh, it's it's October, and I can't. I, we do the haunted housing. I was like, yeah. oh. Okay. I don't know why like, you guys are ripping on Nick. I'm trying to get into this thing, and you won't let me in. You guys, no one's stopping you. I want to be in. No one's stopping you for money, and I want Bob to start on the first, like everybody else, like normal folks. Now uh, it's uh, already not going to happen. Bob's going up to hang out with college people That's and right. drink lots, That's right. lots and lots of booze. That's right. And the next, the, the, the next so day, you lose. No it's sober October. I'm then. not betting it's you sober. A couple of I'm going to be able to look myself in the mirror, Todd Dillon, and know that I'm doing something good for myself, whether I start on the third or the first. It doesn't matter. I, sh I say we do Shoba Febtoba. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, when I, did my, when I did for February and you guys ripped on me every day, that we, every time we did the podcast, yes. I didn't go, oh, but I'm, I'm going to take this weekend off because I got to go play with my friends. I'm not taking a weekend off. I'm just starting, <laughs> I'm just starting the month two days late. That's all. And I, think, I, I don't think anyone gave you shit, Todd. I think, I think every, we did. And no, I expect to be give, you guys, given shit. That's hey, fine. Hey, go back to the history. Go back. We did. Listen to it for our for Oh, our I'm sure I did. Go back. Listen I'm, to the tape. Yeah. I'm an alcohol I pusher. I used for not drinking. Yes. Oh, 
and Bob is a rule breaker. I'm going to do sober October-ish. Yeah, he's look. This, this was this was something Start I was going to do. I didn't tell you I was going to do it. Do I didn't commit November, to doing it. I didn't bet it. Do sober November. <sighs> are, are there? I love drinking in November. <laughs> what sort of sex? What sort of sex uh, promises are on the line for this? Because you didn't come None, up with this on this your is, own. No, this is my. Fuck you, dude. Yes, this is my idea. <laughs> That's all me. I'm looking for. That's all I'm looking for. Oh, so let me get this straight. You, you guys would rather that I started on November 1st than on October 3rd. That's it's that big a no, deal. No, that's no shave November. You can't you can't yes. mix that is nothing no, to do. No you guys here, Bob. It's the sober October. <laughs> it is nothing to do. Don't don't call don't call it that then, Bob. Call it I support, sober I support you. sober part of October. You know what? what? <laughs> and then let me in for the bet. Let me in for the bet and we'll do 100 bucks a man. I say, I say it's I just, Fantastic. I say it's called Somewhat Sober October. I'm ready to move on because I don't give a fuck about the bet that you want to do. And I'm I'm just in it for me and my I want, health. How come you want me in, Bob? I, I look I don't have food? I don't have tomato juice anymore with my biscuits and gravy. I don't have gray poupon with my onion rings. Stop Life. taking away. Life by is sober October. Something's He's on the give. edge. Bob's <laughs> on the edge. He's on the edge. You know, Bob, I, I support you 100%. I think just call it fiscal sober October. I, I if you if you October whatever he said. If really part of October. If you really want to show some yeah. uh some absolute dedication and stamina, I say Corey Corey can't chew, Bob can't smoke, and I can't vape for one month. Then yeah, you're gonna not, that's, a, that's already what I'm doing. I'm not yeah, no, I'm, I'm Stop chewing too. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, October first. I, I want done. in. Can we get- now? Now, because I'm not starting the first, so in. you're not in. No, you're out. You're out. You were, you never were in. <laughs> I want to be in. Well, then I maybe you should suck at me. Should have started on the third. Todd, you're in. Yeah, we could we could put it to a, a podcast. A podcast. Don't call vote. it sober October. Call it sober when I feel like being sober. Oh. See, this is why you're not in. You're not in. <laughs> you do your own shit out in Seattle. And we're, we're going to do our okay. October 3rd and November 3rd stuff here. Uh, this is exclusion. Exclusion. Isn't he, isn't he more north than us? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Super October. Except for the disappointing drink. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to move on here. We're going to get into gentlemen's agreement. No, it's the MF and gentlemen's agreement. Oh. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brown sugar. <laughs> See, Jimmy knows what's up. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I want to start with who do I want to start with here? I want to start with Corey because I don't know what the fuck you watched. You were assigned first man, but then I, I was midweek say so. you're like, I already watched that, and I never heard what it is that you actually watched. He probably found something he's already seen, and he's probably, like, ah, done. Watched it. Totally watched it because that's a Corey move. Because Corey is a sneaky, sneaky person. So, and, in, yeah, in an unprecedented move. Yes, that is what happened. I, I went to go watch First Man. Not exactly that, but I did go watch. Went to go start First Man, and I realized I had already seen it. Um, so I texted Nick, and he was like, "Hey, well, just look at the list on OneNote and pick something that I've been assigned or uh, was in my list that you, that you haven't seen." So I did find something that I had not seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, being the finest hours. Why do I also have the Bill Murray experience here for you? Were you? That's that's what I gave Nick last week. 
did you say you were also going to watch it too, or you'd already? I've seen, seen it. it. I don't know why. Okay. No, 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 no. Because Corey oh. told me. Oh, the one that you watched. I'll yes. do you one better, and I'll watch what you had to watch. And I'm sure that we're, didn't happen. We're going to stand by on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, sorry, you watched the f- finest hours. The finest hours. So you just dropped the bag all the way around. You told Not me really. you hadn't seen something, but you did. Well, because when and then two how days could before, you assign it to Nick without having seen it. And then two because it was the it was, he was a slip of the tongue, and and then <laughs> a really big slip of the tongue where he totally named a different movie. But uh, also, okay, also. Two days before the podcast, he's like, ah, it turns out that I've already seen that, so can you give me another movie? I'm like, look, man, every time I try and give you a movie, you're like, seen it. <laughs> of course I've seen it. I've <laughs> seen it. Oh, oh, of course I have. And so I'm like, I'm not about to fucking chatter. Yeah, I'm not going to chatter on like a fucking monkey here. Pick something from the list. And he's like, Done. And I'm like, okay, that just means Corey's going to find something he's already seen on my list and be like, oh, just save myself two hours. No, I didn't. I actually, I, I have not seen mm. The Finest Hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not know it was a Disney movie. And then, uh, the so Finest I w- Hours. Remind me what that was. Uh, well, I'm, go- I'm about to. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> uh, I was you watching. Watch Jingle Jangle. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I the Jingle Jangle, dude. I definitely. Cross that one off right away. Oh, don't worry. It's going to be a sign around Christmas to somebody. So misery loves company. I was watching the trailer of uh, of the finest hours to make sure I hadn't seen it, and Dan's like, "Oh, I, you know, I signed this to Nick uh, months and months ago." I was like, "Oh, okay." So I, I'll, I'll go with that. So the finest hours is the story, the true story of the U.S. Coast Guard. Oh, uh, I love that movie. Attempting a near impossible rescue on an oil tanker that was falling apart. Uh, during the winter months in Cape Cod, uh, and they the crew was stranded out on on the the oil tanker that had basically split in half, and uh, the seas and conditions were so bad that basically the higher ups in the U.S. Coast Guard were like, "Well, you know, we'll send a crew," and then basically told the crew like, "Hey, if you guys don't make it out of the bay, uh, we can't prove that there was no way you couldn't do it, so just come back." So basically, they were telling the them to abandon the mission and not even really try. Yeah, the storm was, like, so horrible that they were like, there's no way that we can, in a cutter, like, of the times in the 50s. Like, yeah, it was yeah, no, 1952. We can't we can't make it out there safely. There's no way because it's just too bad. Yeah. Uh, so the the captain of, the, of that Coast Guard ship that was sent out, uh, of course, there's a love story mixed in with uh, he meets a girl, they fall in love, and they're supposed to be getting married. Um, but the... It it details the story of of what occurred with the uh, USS Pendleton was the uh, the oil tanker. If and cor- correct me if I'm wrong, if I remember this, and, and I might just be talking to my ass. Did they lose contact with the ship, and they were curious as to what was going on with it, and they knew with the storm, and there was a rerouted ship in the area that they sent, and they said, yeah, she's sinking, uh, they need assistance. I I, th- I thought that's what happened. I thought that they lost contact with the ship. They lost contact with the oil tanker because they, they lost basically all power except just enough to keep that, uh, like, one engine running mm-hmm. to keep the half of the boat that was still basically there afloat. Um, so, yeah, they had no contact with them. They just knew the kind of the last known location. Uh, I think another ship saw them uh, while they were giving their, their first, like, mayday before they lost contact. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so this, this Coast Guard captain takes the ship out, and after several times on the radio being told, like, hey, just abandon the mission, you, you can turn around, uh, he forged through, and they end up 
spoiler alert, uh, rescuing everyone off the, off the Pendleton. Uh, I will say, though, in, in true Walt Disney fashion, uh, given that it was 1952, there were a lot of scenes where um, Miriam was the the love interest of the, uh, I can't remember his his name, the right. captain. But uh, she went into one of the commanding Coast Guard's uh, officer's quarters while they were on the radio with who she was in love with because she wanted him to come back safely, obviously. And Captain Bly? What's that? This is Captain Bly. I said, was it Captain Bly? I can't. I can't remember the names of. I can't remember his name. It was there was Ben Ben Pike was one of them. I can't remember the other guy. Um, but it oh dude, it was the most chauvinistic scene I've seen in a movie in the longest time. Like, oh, you're a woman. You can't be here. I'm like, wait, when did this movie come out? And it was I think it was I 2016. Oh, I know you do, Todd. When men are talk, women should step back. <laughs> and and there go the numbers. Yeah, well, the numbers that we had were so high. All right, so what are you going to do about the Bill Murray experience? Are you watching that, pushing it back to next week? I'll, 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 I'll the, the one I no the one I, I messed up on that I told Nick I would watch as well. I'll I'll do it for next week. So that's put, a Bill Murray experience. Yeah, put it okay. in his thing, um, whatever he's assigned, and the Bill. Murray. Well, that's what yeah. I did for this week, and I just want to know if I need to do it again. Interesting. For next week. Um, but to wrap all that up real quick, uh, even though I picked it myself, a mediocre movie, uh, yeah, maybe a C, <laughs> which is, well, I know, even though well, you I, picked even though, it from his list, yeah. you didn't pick it yourself. Like, Oh, this is what I think. Yeah, dude. But, but the issue being with his list, there's so much on there besides fucking jingle jangle that I haven't seen that I have seen. Yeah. It was a very, very small list to pick from. That's all right. true. All right. Thank you, sir. Let's uh, move on. Mr. Todd Dillon, you had, uh, the dead don't word. Die. The Dead Don't Die, I think, from I Greg. Is that from, was it from Greg? Let's just say it, it had to, yeah, it had to he, been. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he, he did better this time because he got an F minus on the other thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, this time he got solid C. Solid, right? Right in the middle of the grading spectrum. Solid. Yes. It, okay. it is because, and I. <laughs> Solidly average. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a zombie movie, right? So you have to suspend disbelief. And it's got Bill Murray in it. Uh, and there's a bunch of that made me laugh out loud. Uh, but it's a bunch of... Here's... And I suspend disbelief. Uh, it's got a bunch of A-listers. Kylo Ren's in it. Uh, I don't know, remember what his real name is in real life. Adam Diver, maybe. But, yeah, uh, that's it. Anyway, uh, it's a, there's, a, there's a bunch of people you'd recognize. I, I got to... Ch- the fact that they have Riza in from uh, the Wu Tang Clan uh, in the movie made me laugh as well. Uh, so there's a bunch of little kind of catchy things that make it laugh, which is what gives it the C. But then again, zombie movies, the zombies are no stronger than your average human, and they're they're actually partly uh, disabled because like they they come to the grave and they got if they broke their arm over it's like behind their backs so or like one armed. Yet they're able to push out of their coffins and push up six feet of dirt. I'm like, I can't make connection. But anyway, it's a pre-apocalyptic thing, and it's a newer movie. Uh, so without any spoilers, essentially, we've wrecked the planet, and we've, with all our polar fracking, uh, so there's a bunch of uh, very, very current themes in it about how we're wrecking the environment, and, and the basically the Earth's rotation shifts and it creates a situation where uh, people are rising from the dead because the world is just all cattywampus. And, uh, and actually, it made me 
made me chuckle a bit as well because there's when I was a kid, uh, my grand my great grandmother told me that when you see huge colonies of ants being super active, that that was like a sign of the end of times, and it terrified me through most of my youth. Uh, and uh, the funny thing is that weird superstitious thing my grandma, my great grandma impressed upon me was one of the things that uh, one of the characters in this, uh, I think Hermit Bob's his name, uh, says, oh, there's this crazy ant activity. I'm like, oh no, my great grandmother's about this. But living in Washington, there's that crazy ant activity every year at my house. So uh, anyway, uh, solid C zombie movie. Uh, I would absolutely recommend it for people who like crazy zombie movie where the zombies are eating people for no uh, reason. And, and in this thing, they have a little bit of their old consciousness because in this one, other than eating humans, they actually like coffee, which <laughs> it's <stupid laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> the zombies like coffee. And they like, and they always like, Bobby. And I'm like, <laughs> come on. This is stupid. This is stupid. I have seen this movie. But it's kind of cracking me up. So, Sadsy. Yeah. Sadsy. All right, buddy. Thank you. Nick, you had the, uh, uh, it was the week two of your Bill Murray marathon. Uh, no, week three. Oh, that's right. Week three. <laughs> that's right, I forgot. Caddyshack spurred yeah. me. Yeah. So, you had the, yeah. the Bill Murray stories. For so, so, ba- so, basically, the way it went down was. Uh, Corey gave me Caddyshack. I, told I gave him, you Caddyshack. Or yeah, yeah, you gave me Caddyshack. I I told you how much I hated it. Corey's like, I'll I'll see you hating that, and I'll give you something else with Bill Murray. And I really hated that. And he's like, you know what? You really hated that. Let me give you something else was, with Bill that, Murray. That was my bad. And I was I like, told you that. Perfect. So I was uh, really uh, grinding my teeth, uh, turning this on. I'm like, dude, he would never ever fucking let me get away with this shit if he fucking pitched a bitch you know like the whole the whole trial and error with lost that was you just because you had nothing else to pick from. i was like uh hey, here's the second one of life He's like, i will never watch another fucking thing in lost again so if i gave him like three weeks in a row of something that there was a, a commonality of like him hating yeah. like he'd be like oh, i'm fucking not doing it i'm telling you right now so i'm like <laughs> no i'm the better person and the idea behind it is, uh, yeah, he completely stated a, com- a totally different movie, um, which I think is very strange um, that he did that, and he's trying to give a recommendation. But I understand that, and I, I like the idea of who Bill Murray is and the things that he does, and I wanted to experience something that I took away a positive from, and I'm like, okay, he must think, like, if this third time around, like, it doesn't wow me, then I'm going to be really fucking pissed off. So I know that one last week was, was just absolutely horrible. So good luck watching that Corey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the Bill Murray stories, uh, the quick synopsis of it. Um, this is the actual movie I was supposed to watch last week. Um, and basically it's just, it's a documentary that was done way better than the one I watched and it's not dated. So those are two positives. Um, but I did watch it. Um, basically, um, the, the gist of both of the movies is that Bill Murray is like this, uh, this, you know, leprechaun that, you know, just shows himself every now and then. And, um, 
creates these these stories uh, for everyday people. And you can't pin them down. You can't try and find them. You can't make it or force it to happen. It's just a, a, a happenstance occurrence that he inserts himself into people's lives. So they went through and like showed like all the big name things that Bill Murray's done. And for someone that doesn't watch a lot of movies, uh, you know, it's stuff that you're like, oh yeah, okay, oh yeah, I remember. Like he was in that, you know. Um, but yeah, he's an amazing guy, and he's he's this big big celebrity. And they basically document and go around instead of, like, the last chick who was, like, making it to her life's goal, even ending friendships and relationships, to try and nail down Bill Murray, which is the complete opposite of what he is about. This guy was, it was an homage to Bill Murray. Like, he even had the opportunity, spoiler alert, through the movie to meet him and have a conversation with Bill but because he realized what Bill is all about, um, he didn't take that opportunity. He just took a quick photo with him, and then he left, which I thought was a really classy move because they explained that Bill Murray is this dance-to-the-beat-of-his-own-drum kind of guy, doesn't have a cell phone, you got to call an 800 number to get a hold of him. Um, sometimes he calls people back, sometimes he doesn't, but he very much loves... Um, he realizes that he's such a celebrity and it's probably been a very, very long time for Bill to be able to go out anywhere and not be recognized. So instead of, you know, trying to hide from, from the public, you know, Bill went in the opposite direction and he thought, you know, I'm going to make this the most positive experience I can for everyday people. And, uh, on the other side of the coin, um, I'm going to have this great time, that I'm unable to have because I'm a celebrity. So he doesn't announce himself. He doesn't call ahead. He just goes to random things, uh, events, weddings, um, you know, a truck selling ice cream, something, house parties, and he just shows up and he becomes this chameleon that just kind of, uh, kind of melts into the background and just lets everyone know, like, hey, I'm this everyday person. Um, I want to just do whatever I can to enjoy you and your party. It's not about me. It's not, you know, I'll sign whatever autographs you want. I'll get whatever pictures you want. But we're just going to go have fun, as if I was not a celebrity at all. He's this everyday guy. Like, there's all these stories, and so they interviewed all these people that uh, told these Bill Murray stories. Like, uh, he went to buy ice cream from an ice cream truck, and he decided that he he's very much uh, um, a man of the people. And so he's like, no, I don't want to just buy ice cream from this guy and take a picture. I want to help sell ice cream. So that's like a big thing of his. Like he wants to be a blue-collar kind of guy. And it's an experience for him just as much as an, as an, as an experience for the other person, you know. So he kind of forces them to understand like, hey, you know, get all your starstruck stuff out of the way, like in the first 10 minutes, and then we're just going to have fun. So he has been seen, and they, they verified all these stories. This guy went around, like literally the world, meeting these people with these stories and that have taken these pictures and interviewing them. So the one, he went on the ice cream truck. He helped sell ice cream. The, the next one, he uh, went to a random house party, and they said most of the time – uh, Bill wasn't even around. You just knew he was there, and they went in the kitchen, and he's doing everyone's dishes. 
And they were like, uh, what are you doing, dude? We, he's like, no, no, I just want to help out. And uh, another time there was a band that showed up at a house party. And uh, he's like, uh, hey, can I play with you guys? Can I, can I get in the band? They're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, what, what do you want to? He's like, no, that's fine. Pulls a tambourine out of his coat. And he's like, I'll just play the tambourine. <laughs> and then the cops showed up. And they're like, oh, you guys are being way too loud. And the guy's like, look, dude, I can't turn it down. We've got Bill Murray here. And we've got a live band. There's only like 20 people in this house. And the guy's like, yeah, okay. And so they're like, Bill? He's like, oh, hey, officers, how's it going? Puts his arm around him. He's like, you want to come in for a picture, blah, blah, blah? So then he brought the cops in. They're like, oh, it's fucking Bill Murray. And then the cops are partying with him. And so there's just all these stories of of Bill doing what Bill does. I, and I, I think the one that stuck out to me the most it was mostly that of that house party. But I, I believe there was another point in that party where they're like, oh, shit, like we're out of beer. And they're mm-hmm. like, Bill just reached into his pocket and pulled out a bunch of crumpled up bills and just handed them all to me. So I remember that part. They said, uh, the guy said they were running super low on beer. Wasn't a huge party by any stretch of the imagination. They didn't ask Bill to come. He showed up with, with a no-name band that was just playing like in his living room. And uh, Bill was like, well, you should go get, you know, let me go get you more beer. And the guy's like, dude. You're fucking Bill Murray. I'm not letting you go buy me beer for my house party. He's like, ah, well, well, let me at least buy it. And he's like, no way, dude. I'll, I'll go to the store. I'll buy beer. Bill's like, listen, and pulls out like a wad of cash. And he's like, I, I think Bill said something along the lines of, don't worry, I just got paid. And he, But he also made sure it wasn't in like baller fashion. It wasn't no, like no, a, no, no. It, it was, wasn't a fat knot of money. Mess. He said he's like, it was just a crumpled up bunch of bills. But he, he made a comment like, it's okay. I just got my yeah. paycheck. Like I just got paid. And the guy's like, he's like, please let me do this for you. And he's like, all right. So he ran to the store. He said he's never moved that fast in his life. And, uh, ended up talking to the cashier within the last five minutes of being able to actually buy booze. And he's like, you gotta let me fucking buy this booze. Bill Murray's at my fucking house. And she's like, yeah, okay. So she didn't believe him. So he brought the cashier back <laughs> and, then the cashier partied with them. So there's all these different stories, but super long story short, yeah, su- awesome, awesome, Be- better than better than the one I, I slipped up on. Yeah, it was great. Okay, it, it was that's it, it was awesome. Wow, that's it, what I had in mind the first time. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> my bad. Good work, Bill Murray. Good the work, common man. All right, uh, before I give my review, which is the last one, uh, I'm gonna. I've already figured out. Well, let's do. We're gonna draw for next week. So. It's going to be me, Nick, Todd, Corey, and Krabby all in this mix. Oh, boy. So I'm going to tell you who's got who, and then you guys can think about it, and I'll give my review, and then when I'm done, you know, we'll, we'll do assignments. So, um, You know what we should do? No, but I feel like you're going to tell me. Do Sober October. It's a, it's a talking podcast, Bob. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> fucking sign to you? Um, yeah, that would be great. I think it's a lot of pressure going back and forth. Yeah. At least for me. With this kind of stuff, uh-huh. we should do a gentleman's agreement review, and then when we come back from the break, do new assignments to give people some time to like actually. Well, well if, but if I tell you now who you got, then you yeah. have even more time. That's to what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. that's fine. All right, so I, well, I got, hang on, yeah. not to cut you off again. No, no, crab you. No, keep cutting me off. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he's cut me off once. You have you need your I, turn. I have to. Yeah, crabby, are you okay with that? If we do the break, then come because he's he's going to be part of it. So yeah, All right, crab, you going to be able to hang out in the room and. Who, what, where, when, why? Oh. So, sorry to wake you up, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. I'm here. All right. I'm in. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Continue. Okay, so I, so I just we... finished my story and you're snoring and you come to my house next week. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so well, you're uh, you're not armed any longer, right? I'm fine. Don't let him feed anything. Feed you anything <laughs> in his garden. <laughs> anybody? Anybody else? No, no. Feel free to your thoughts on other random shit. Nope. Okay, so uh, I got Nick. Todd has Corey. Corey has Krabby. Krabby has Todd, and Nick has me. So chew on that, gentlemen. Uh, let me give my review, and then we'll take a break. Uh, Jeez, I got Todd. Salty. Is that a record God. in reverse? Yeah, yes. I know, right? God. Okay. I, yeah, I'm going to assume that someone understood what that was. My point exactly. Uh, okay, so I had billions from Todd, and all I got to say, Todd, you son of a bitch. Just when I, just when I didn't need another awesome show that I'm gonna have to keep finishing, you throw this fucking show, which I, I had always kind of wanted to watch, but I didn't have Showtime, so I literally signed up for a 30 day trial of Showtime so I could watch this show. So, uh, in 30 seconds or less, it's, it's gonna be less because we've we're, we're going over here. Um, two great actors, Paul Giamatti, who's been in uh, Sideways, uh, he's in the John Adams miniseries. He's been in tons of shit. If you don't know who he is, look him up. G-I-A-M-A-T-T-I, Paul Giamatti. And Damian Lewis, who was um, the commander of Easy Company and Band of Brothers. So every single man should should know exactly who that guy is. So these two guys, uh, this will be spoiler-free, Paul Giamatti plays uh, the district attorney, I think, for New York. Um, and yep. Yep, okay, and Damian Lewis plays a venture capitalist who's obviously worth billions, and he's got more money than he knows what to do with. And I, so just, I, I just got through the first two hours, the first two episodes, um, and it looks like it's going to be you know, a game of wits between these two with uh, Paul Giamatti's district attorney looking to take Damian Lewis's character down and Damian Lewis looking to get away with as much shady shit as he can to continue to pad his bank account and escape um, the long arm of the law. So uh, you it, you hooked me with the first scene, Todd, of the pilot episode, which I'm sure you remember. And uh, so I guess this will be the only spoiler I give. It's just the first scene of an overhead view of Paul Giamatti laying on the floor uh, in his underwear, uh, gag in his mouth, hands bound to his feet. <laughs> And uh, and a w- woman comes in frame with a stiletto stiletto heel. Which, I'm listening. Which she plants directly on his chest, and then she lights a cigarette on this long cigarette holder. And she's like, "Does that hurt?" And he's like, "And she's like, well, probably not as bad as this." And she puts a cigarette on his chest, on his bare chest, and he's like, And then she's like, "Well, then maybe this will help." And she kind of squats down and she relieves the pain with a little with what. A little urine. Oh my god! And that was the first scene of the very first episode <laughs> before they even went to credits. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I know what kind of show I'm in for now. I'm like, I, I know Showtime was always a little bit on the racier side, but uh, I'm like, yeah, let's let's see what else you got. So uh, I'm gonna give it a solid B plus. Um, I've only watched only because I've only seen the first two episodes. There we go. So there we go. Well done, sir. Did you have deja vu? 
I'm like, why does that? Uh... I'm like, no, dude, that doesn't hurt as bad as you think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good urine. That helps. <laughs> I remember. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Hey, hey, Bob. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Yeah. I have one. I have a question, and I don't know what happened to me or how I missed it, but I could tell you. The it's a long story, though. Well, I thought I signed you another movie, and I never ever heard a review, and I and unless I like totally blacked out the last episode, I never ever heard your review of the movie I gave you before this one. Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah I I gave it. You were on that show. Oh, I must have been drunk. Yes, <laughs> I think so. And with that, we're going to take a break. <laughs> so uh, 15 minutes, we're going to come right back. If you are listening to us on one of the streaming services, this will not be 15 minutes. It will be a scant 30 seconds. And we be, we'll be right back. So make a quick bathroom run. But in the meantime, uh, get yourself something to drink, and we'll be right back. Second half of episode 142 for Shaw's cast. Do we have uh, Todd Dillon? We have no one. We have no one? <laughs> Excellent. I'm going <laughs> to. Fantastic. All right. But uh, Nick, you're going to try to give Krabby a call here. I am. All right. So let's see how that goes. In the meantime, uh, what do we have coming up? We have uh, assignments, new assignments for next week for Gentleman's Agreement. Uh, we've got uh, some booze news. Oh, and we've got Krabby coming in. Hopefully. We're also going to have the haunt for uh, this October. Hello. Mr. Pappas. Hello, can you hear Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? So the whole time I was talking, it sounded like shit? This sounds a little bit better. We'll... Mm. <laughs> we'll... Yeah, I wonder if you're connected to your Wi-Fi. I am. No problem. Yeah, oh, you, it you sounds might, even might, worse. You might want to disconnect from your Wi-Fi. Um, I'll give huh? it like sixty seconds, and I'll call you back and just use your uh, cell service. <laughs> well, <they're... laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> These guys. All right. While we're uh, while we're waiting for that, uh, Corey, you got a Funko. Uh, I do. Quick Funko. Well, hold on. Todd's not going to be happy if he can't hear his music. Uh, he can listen back to it. Funko disc. Funko disc. Funko disc. Oh, that's so good. I'm so hilarious. <laughs> well played. Well played. This week's Funko This is a completion of a collection with... Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold, please. We're just pulling them in. Any better? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, are you, are you like, driving around now? 
No, no, I'm just saying, sorry about that. I feel bad that I probably sounded like shit for your whole show. No, I'm sure it was uh, completely uh, audible and understandable. <laughs> You're very kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so give us a minute here. We're just uh, doing a little Funko this with uh, Corey. And then in the meantime, okay. hopefully Todd will join, and then we'll get into gentlemen's room assignments. So, Corey, okay, Corey, you're finishing up a collection for uh, Super Troopers, and this was Ramathorn was the last guy I needed. Nice. Okay. Found him at a disc replay, I believe, and they had a three for one set or uh, buy two get one free. Mm-hmm. So I actually got him for free. See, when you say they had a buy two get one free sale it's a bit of a like why would you do that to us because you know we can't ask you what the other ones that are that you bought no not yet so don't even mention that next time just say i got a oh. good, just say i got a good deal i got a great deal on them all right well there you go so this is number 581 out of the uh pop movies collection yep uh i say he he's the most rare out of all there's uh ramathorn farva mac and uh, Foster, and I can't. There was all all the troopers. I can't remember the last guy's name. Littering in, but so it yeah. looks. It looks like Freddie Mercury in a in a cop uniform. Uh, with the mustache, yeah. I, I I could see porn it, stash and yeah. glasses. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why it's a collector's item. But yeah, there you guys go. Completed right. the Super Troopers collection. I know you are both very happy. I can hardly contain my excitement. Oh, yeah, I can tell. Fantastic. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> All right, still no Todd? Uh, nope, he yeah. still must be uh, messing around with that pork belly. All right, we're going to pivot then to a little crabby, uh, if you don't mind. We're going to pivot then to a little booze news. It's and now it's time for booze news. <laughs> All right, so for this week in booze news, I got a couple of quick stories. Uh, first of all, uh, Corey from UPI, Chicago. If you are a horror movie fan, and this is for Greg Gumtow, I know I know you're listening out there. Um, there's a company that uh, seeks a candidate. They're looking for a horror fan to get paid thirteen hundred dollars, cold hard cash, to watch thirteen creepy classics and monitor their heart rate to compare the fear factors of high- and low-budget films. So this is from uh, Finance Buzz, which is a financial website, uh, advice website, announced it as seeking a horror movie heart rate analyst to watch these 13 horror films with varying budgets and compare the scares from big-budget movies to their low-budget counterparts. The chosen candidate will use a Fitbit device to track their heart rates while watching the movies, and in case you need to know, the films that they have selected are Amityville Horror, Quiet Place, Quiet Place Part 2, Candyman, I assume the original, Insidious, Blair Witch Project, Sinister, Get Out, The Purge, Paranormal Activity, and the 2018 remake of Halloween. The lucky candidate who's hired for this ghostly gig will be paid $1,300 for their efforts. We'll also provide a fit, fit, Fitbit to wear during the movie marathon and a $50 gift card to cover the cost of movie rentals, says the website. They are accepting applications through September 26th. The winning candidate, that's actually tomorrow. (laughs) 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 So get on this. I say get your applications in, everyone. The winning candidate will be announced on October 1st. And if you are interested, 
and I feel like there's a couple of horror movie fans out there. Um, the link to get the assignment uh, is, oh, where is it at? It is on uh, financebuzz.com slash get-paid-to-watch-scary-movies. What? <laughs> you, could re- you could replay that if you didn't get it. Just rewind. <laughs> 15 seconds and you'll get all that. But anyway, that's so you've got that to look forward to, you horror movie buffs out there. Uh, and uh, second booze news story Chicago suburb attempts world record for largest dog wedding ceremony. We've done a couple of dog stories recently because we know there's a lot of dog lovers uh, within the family and friends of the Schnozcast. So this is in Chicago. The organizers of a world record attempt in Chicago say they're hoping to gather more than 178 canine couples to break the record for the world's largest dog wedding ceremony. Um, There was a previous attempt in November 2008 in Oak Park, Illinois. Um, That attempt featured 87 canine couples, which fell short of the record. So they're going to try to break it here in the town of uh, Villa Park uh, at Lions Park in Chicago. Um, There is a officiator. And it will include canines from across the Chicago metropolitan area. And uh, pet owners whose dogs don't have mates to marry can participate in a round of what they're calling doggy speed dating to find an appropriate spouse right before the ceremony. <laughs> Corey, your thoughts? I, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Was that the That's end it. of the story? Okay. Yep. I have no more details to offer. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, we love our dogs. We do. I don't. How? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like you have nothing else. Nothing else. Look, I think you know as many dog owners as I do, and you know that those dog owners are. Some of them are so. To use a really horrible term, rabid, in their in their zeal and their mania for dogs, that they literally treat their dogs as though they were their own children. They will do things for them that you or I might not even do for our most loved person in our lives uh, to an alarming degree. And so I feel this is right up their alley. And if you want to give far too much attention to your pet, this is a perfect opportunity. Before it gets cold in Chicago. Man, that's, I don't know. That's just, (laughs) it's almost a bit much. And you be part of a world record breaking ceremony. Yeah, I mean that might that might be the only only like upside to that is like oh you'd say we I was part of breaking a world record but then again it really wasn't for you it was for your dog yeah but think about but now you've got uh, the dog has to consummate the marriage at the end of that whole thing doggy honeymoon what's not to like a lot I think a lot. <laughs> To be honest with you, again, like I said, I I know I'm I'm a dog guy. I love dogs. But if Todd were here, oh, he'd be all over this. I am here. Hey, oh, Todd's back. God rest his soul. <laughs> all right, that's booze news for the week, gentlemen. We've had the shot sitting uh, for about a good five minutes. Yeah, good lord. Krabby, Todd, hoist him up. Yes, sir. It is time for another round of Revel Stroke Roasted Apple Whiskey. There you go. Oof. I think it's Stoke, isn't it? Sure. Sure. What did I say? That's fine. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>
Yamaguchi. Shibuya. Shibuya. Oh, I got to say, I think I'm a fan. I think I'm. Yeah. I think I've been brought over the dark side. <laughs> no more no more fireball in this house. All right, gentlemen. New assignments. Yes, sir. So hopefully you've had a little bit of time to think. And if you'd like, I can try to go first. Um, I drew Nick, and I'm going first because this is always the easiest job. <laughs> Anybody's drawn Nick for anyone in gentlemen's agreement. I have like 50 movies for Nick. <laughs> I know. My list is very long. So, Nick. Uh, yes, sir. Any preference on the type of film? I, I, it's not going to be something with Bill Murray. I can guarantee you that. Oh, man. Oh, um, let's see. I don't know. Comedy, drama, thriller, western. Let's do uh let's do an Italian Italian movie. Italian movie? Yeah. <laughs> so we so just to just to go off on a bit of a small tangent here, we did stop and get this booze that we're drinking tonight at the store that's right by my house. And um it's a uh it's a store owned by some uh, Middle Eastern gentlemen. Uh, very cool guys. I've been going there for years. Uh, but for whatever reason, the main guy that's usually there when I show up has what sounds to me like uh, an Italian accent. Yeah, he's from like Yemen. <laughs> and and Bo- Bob's <laughs> version of him is Italian. And the guy knows Bob by name, which is probably why Sober October is a good thing. So, <laughs> Yeah. But every time I leave, he's like, oh, God bless you, Bob. Uh, it's a horrible. He actually not, didn't he call you like Baba or something like Bubba. Uh, sure. Yeah, he's like Baba, Baba. <laughs> Bit of a twang to that. Yeah, but uh, so that was a, that was one of the highlights of my my evening. All right, so you're saying Italian? Yeah, like a mafia movie, something like that. A mafia movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you uh, have you watched good? Did we give you Goodfellas already? I think so. Yeah, with Pesci. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, let me think here. Um, Western, 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 sort of Western, old-timey flick. Okay. As as much as that makes great audio content. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Western, Western, Western. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assign you the circle. Uh, I think you already gave that to me. No, I didn't. You gave it to me. I gave it to Corey. Oh, you did? Yeah. One of one of the seasons, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Oh, so this is not the movie The Circle. No, is. no, no. This is uh, a show. Uh, do you know what streaming service it's on? Uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. I'm going to give you... It's the closest I can get to Italian. <laughs> Dude, like a gangster film. I mean, none of the gang... I've never yeah. seen any of those. So, like, is there... Other than Goodfellas, like, is there nothing that pops out? Like, um, I've never seen The Godfather. You've never seen The Godfather? No. Well, fuck, Corey, I can't pass that up. Can I? I mean, we also could all just pick our own movies now at this point, too. I'm just, he asked. I mean, there's so I know, many I know. movies, but I, I, I could go, no, let me make sure it's one from my list, but I really don't, that's that's better than what I was going to have on my list, so. You sure you haven't seen it? I'm very sure <laughs> I have not seen it. All right. You got it. All right, so that leaves uh, Todd. You got Corey. Yeah, uh, Corey. Have you seen Ballers? I do not believe so. 
There you go. HBO. Maybe. Yeah, that's an HBO production. You never know. Maybe later on in the week he might tell you that he has. <laughs> no, because what I'm doing right now, which I didn't last week for some reason, uh, was look it up to see if I had seen it or not. Uh, Dark, John. Yeah, no, I've definitely not seen this. Football. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, Corey, you had Krabby. Yes. Krabby, have you seen Free Solo? No. There you go. Free Solo. All right. The movie, series, what is it? It's a movie. Documentary, believe it or not. And oh, <laughs> we'll see you, Krabby. <laughs> That's all he was waiting for. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. Click. That's, that's all I need to know. Click. See you later, guys. <laughs> He's got to give me one still. He's got to give me one. I don't still. think he wants to. Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, why does it sound like Krabby is like on like an old like uh, operator controlled phone? <laughs> like, what kind of. <laughs> does he need to upgrade? Because it sounds like he's talking in a tin can, which is his phone. Um, <laughs> you're gonna call him back. You're gonna have oh, to. Oh, don't worry. Only don't assignment. Don't worry. Assignment. He just demanded. Call me back. Call me back immediately. <laughs> I accidentally yeah. hit at the fact that I just hung up. I you ac- call me back immediately. I Fat accidentally face. hit that button. Fat face. You hit it? No, oh. he did. Oh, I can't control his phone. <laughs> Hi, you've reached James. <laughs> <laughs> Please be nice and leave a message. Jimmy, hey, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm back. anyway, was All that right. was that a little bit of a a fat face? Because I do a fat face every now and then, and I hang up my own. That was user operator error. I went to adjust <laughs> my uh, my new beats, you know, uh, in my ears there, and I wouldn't adjust it. There must be a switch on there or something. I shut it down. Shut it down. So. I lost my Langostino. I'm actually purchasing car insurance right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Krabby, you got Todd to round it out. So free, I just want to make sure I got what I need. Free Solo, and it's a movie, or what is it, Corey? It's a movie. It's a documentary. Uh, can you give it? Uh, of course it is. Where can you find it? Documentary. Uh, you I'll try, find it. I'll say you can try Netflix, but I don't know. It, it's been a little while since I've seen it on there, so you might have to just go and just watch. Yes, I will. All right, Todd, this is so stressful because we've probably seen everything that's what, that's what the stressful part is. Um, have you seen the series on HBO, Treme? What was it called again? Treme. Treme. T-R-E-M-E. Isn't that one of the Jacksons? No. <laughs> that's Tremaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's. I think there's a cousin, Tremaine Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> not. So I'm what not is it for? Se- what's that for series? You got to see the first. How many episodes you got to watch? Well, he's got to watch two hours worth. So if the episode, all the episodes, uh, they're 30, an hour. So he's got yeah, to watch an hour. at least two. Yeah. You want me to give you a little background of what it is? No, 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 no. Just- nope. nope. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, not- Krabby, come on, man. I'm on it. He's got so, it. So, by the way, by the way, guys, so Mary, part of the reason I Mary giving me about the whole part of this episode is, uh, but the bright spot she said was crabby. She said he is funny. Uh, he'd be a regular host and I should get fired. Wow. Yeah. You know, so, can, so hopefully you're, you're, you're my wife. So hopefully your movie doesn't suck because my wife clearly loves you. 
Todd, I'm um I'm feeling a little like uh not gonna lie. That that aside, I'm feeling a little like Uncle Leo when I find out that Mary's gonna be in Michigan. And you don't even stop by to say hello. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. She didn't want to have anything to do with you, knuckleheads. You can't but say hello. Nick, by the way, though. But Nick, by the way, yeah. He said that the artwork for the podcast was amazing. So you guys got love. Bob and Corey and I all got dissed. Mary clearly has two favorites, and Bob and I are not. <laughs> well, tell Mary to go on. Tell Mary to go on YouTube and check out the videos. Then she might like my uh, talent as well. So even their wieners. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, but, what just that's happened? Oh, Todd Dillon drop. I love it. Oh, was man. What was the drop? <laughs> Even their wiener. I love it. <laughs> Eloquently placed, too. It was. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crabby, you want to stay on for a little bit or you want to drop? I think we're 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 done with Jones' agreement now, so I'll give you the option. All right, Albert, uh, I am going to save the rest of my content for next week, fellas. I'm going to drop off here, so thanks for having me on, yeah, and I will. Uh, your head. Well, Mary will like you. Exactly, dude. You're reading my mind. Mary, you know, was a big part of my decision there. I'm like, I need to drop off now. Show Todd, before on a high note. Todd, before the podcast, Showmanship. you tell me that would you tell me that I need to punch Mary direct, Mary directly in the neck? In the neck. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let that marinate for a little bit and I'll text her later. Yeah, and I'm gonna drop off after that. Fellas, be cool. I'll see you. Uh, All right, Jimmy. See you next week. We'll All see right, you, Robbie. Peace out. See you next week. So I'll be watching the Jermaine Jackson story. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay. Hey, Todd, do you, uh, you know what? Uh, let me pivot up. Yeah. So you introduced us, um, a week or so ago to a fantastic Instagram, um, profile for, it's called men with a pot. Is that right? That is it. And and it's not a 420 reference. Gotcha. So can you give the folks a little, we were all kind of, um, taken with, with this profile. And you've you've taken it to the next level. So can you give a quick like what is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it yet because it's still a work in progress. But essentially, uh, there is a video series, and and my sister tipped me to this. My sister is a master baker. She uh, makes cakes and is a great cook, uh, just phenomenal. And and anybody who knows me knows that I love to cook. Uh, and she sent me a video of of this crew. Because I think it's, it's a it's a guy who clearly has chef skills, but uh, uh, the, the Instagram uh, tag hashtag is uh, men with the pot. Okay, I'm, I'm double checking to make sure I'm not saying it wrong. And there's a video of that of this guy actually going out into the woods, uh, starting a fire, uh, and he brings all he brings is his pot, his Yeti cooler, uh, some pork belly, some onion. Uh, and uh, some some ingredients to make a, a bread because uh, people it looks like a cornbread. There's no cornmeal, but anyway, long story short, the guy cooks uh, this fabulous looking pork belly uh, on an open fire in the middle of the woods, cracks the salt off it, uh, and then makes himself crunchy 
bacon sandwich with sweet bread that he's made from scratch in the woods, stern with a stick. So I shared that with everybody who I know. And tonight I have, uh, and that's actually why I was a little late coming back. I actually have a pork belly uh, on my egg. I'm, I'm mimicking this uh, as close as I can uh, with doing it on an egg rather than doing it on open fire. That's wow. fantastic. Man. That's awesome. I cannot imagine. I can't imagine how good that's going to taste. So, so well, and I'll, I can't imagine either because I'm actually. So now I've actually just cracked the salt crust off the the top. Uh, so now I'm waiting for uh, the 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 crisp up on the on the very top. But I will tell you one thing: once I got, I got the grills going, walked the dogs, came back, got I was at the right temperature on the egg, uh, put on my cast iron skillet and some red onions and uh, uh, garlic. Uh, in a little bit of oil on the uh, cat iron skillet, and oh my God, that is the smell of heaven. Onions uh, and uh, crushed garlic, absolutely phenomenal by itself. And then I, I'm not gonna lie, I got a little bit of wood when I dropped the pork belly on top. Of it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Thank you for that visual, Todd. <laughs> I did. I had, to, I had to slink back in the house. I was, I was gonna, I was slinking back into the house like my old social studies teacher. <laughs> Even their <laughs> wieners. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it smells so good outside at my place right now. So after the episode, the cool thing is that so the pork belly is getting close, crisping up the top, uh, and I actually uh, have the mix for the. Uh, it's not cornbread, but it looks like cornbread. Uh, I have the mix for the uh, bread that he made going, and I actually bought some uh, red jalapenos. Uh, I bought this huge plug ginger. I'm going to do this thing exactly like you do with all the, all the same original ingredients he used and put my own Todd Dillon spin on it the next time. But uh, right now I'm trying to mimic him as close as I can, and I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm so going to have a big old heart attack sandwich right and, after this show. And for people that don't understand the reference, uh, Todd on the egg – is cooking on the big green egg um, grill. So actually, two. Actually, I'm using two because I'm using one. I have a different temp profile for the pork belly and one, a different one for the uh, the bread. The so first egg is egg. the first egg is if you look out his back door, it's on the left, and then you'll see the helicopter, and then the second egg uh, right next to the waterfall, and then and then you'll see his cast iron skill. One, on one of them, I think, uh, he had to contact the company because it was too big. And they actually had to drop it in via helicopter. So some of us can't even afford the small ones same, at same Ace Hardware. Pilot I had but Todd has several. Place. Yeah, Ace, Ace will arrange it for you. <laughs> <laughs> there was like the smallest one at, at Ace. It was like uh, probably the size of two basketballs, like this grill, this tiny like big green egg grill. And it was like $375. And I'm like... What am for I gonna cook for the smallest one? Fucking cook a fucking burger on this? Like what the <laughs> fuck am I cooking on this shit? <laughs> hey, my my sister makes miracles on a medium one. I bought I bought my sister a medium one years ago. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Well, Todd, just so you know, the Schnozcast is looking for any donations of big green eggs. So if you want to send one this way, that'd be more than fine. Maybe add it to my Christmas. I told you, I'd chip, I told you I'd chip in. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good for. By, by the way, uh, winter or not, fall or not, um, it pref- preferably it would be nice if Todd was here. But if not, regardless, we have to get 
the the propane burner in the big pot, and we have to do a shrimp boil. Let's Ooh, like like yeah. in the next oh, couple yeah. weeks. Let in the next couple weeks we'll get a bunch of prawns, some shrimp, and Come on. Uh, let's. Why does it got to be the next couple weeks? We'll do it next time I'm in town. We'll we'll do that as Which well. Is, but what is yeah, it's what 20, is that? Twenty two. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna. I saw something today on Facebook of this guy from Nolens, and uh, black guy, and he's like, "This is what we're gonna add." Ba ba ba. Easy there, buddy. No, dude. He had, he had the, <laughs> the black guy. That's everybody in New Orleans says. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's. Did you just see the dude? It's funny you say it that way. The the thing that broke my brain this past week, the whole Nicki Minaj scandal with Trinidad and her cousin's friend's uncle, who was impotent because of the uh, the or his balls grew because of the vaccine. But the <laughs> dude who is the president or whatever the highest guy Biden. in Trinidad and Tobago is a white guy and he sounded just like Bob Marley and it fucking broke my brain. Dude, yeah. Absolutely pe- phenomenal. Pe- people from Louisiana like, <laughs> what we gonna do? We gonna they ask some... He's like, we gonna ask some garlic and we gonna put put down, we gonna we get hey, some onions. We gonna put some onions and we gonna... And I'm like, what? What? Exactly. But, but he did a shrimp boil. It color. It was... It's just, it's just he, that region. Yeah, it was, it was awesome, dude. He did... Um, uh, all these all these containers of lemon juice, lemons. Uh, he put in all kinds of fucking different seasoning. He put in um, um, corn and shrimp and all that shit, all the, the fucking sausage. And I was like, okay, I just have to try this. I surprisingly have not tried this before, a boil, like an actual boil before. So um, I'll buy... I know you've got the you've got the pot, right? Uh, pot. Yeah. So yeah. if it's we, actually, it's actually Corey's mom's pot. If if you get <laughs> if you get the measurements for me, yeah. If if we first of all, if we go to re, um, restaurant equippers, they have all that shit. That's the stuff where you guys got the pans for. Yeah, they're I, super cheap. You need to let me know next time you're gonna go because I want to buy that same pot so that Corey can very we we can go at subtly give his. Her, his mom, her pot. Back. We can go at any time, but what I want to okay. get is the the insert with the holes, if you, if, so you can pull so you know, pull all the stuff out sorry, without if the. You liquid. joined late. Like I got that pot from Corey's mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, like, I'm like, is it the is it that blueberry yum yum? Is that good shit? Is, <laughs> is it the boy? Is it the boysenberry jam? Is that what it is? <laughs> not, exactly. not to not to not to mention when we went to yeah. the ox roast, they were doing all the corn and everything. Um, in one of those pots on just a little fire burner. And I, I snapped a picture of it because I was like, dude, this is, we have to do this. This is, this is fucking awesome. I need one of these, um, just to absolutely, just to have, you know? And, uh, right. I mean, I, I feel like that's just something we got to do. So, all right, there it is right there. Remind, Hey Nick, after the show, I guess I have, there's another, uh, there's a Cajun dude. You have to see. I, I will send. I will send the group another uh, another one. Yeah, there's actually someone I follow, um, and I I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch that whole video. Um, I was at work at the time, or <laughs> whenever when you when you sent it, but I was familiar with with the style because there's a guy that I follow on Facebook that only cooks out in the wilderness, and he cooks all his stuff like on a campfire. Um, he cuts all the meat and everything like on a rock, like. It's just really, really cool to watch. You never see the guy; you just see the food, which is awesome. That you know, the funny thing, I, I, 
I was just sucked in. I thought it was awesome. The funny bit that Mary glommed on was, she's like, hey, so he drove his truck that looks like a mob truck out with a Yeti cooler, and he had all this other stuff. Why did he have to stir the bread mix with a stick? He's good. She's like, he brought all. He brought he brought the coolest knife ever, and he didn't bring a spoon. <laughs> like. Yep, that's because you outdoorsing. It might be. It might be the. It, it might be the same person because this guy has one of those giant like uh, iodized knives, you know, that he uses with like a olive wood handle, you know, like it's it's just uh he's got some really cool shit and he makes some really cool shit like way out in the woods. He does stuff like in the wintertime, in the snow, like it, it's just awesome. So yeah, let me know how that goes. We'll let you know how it goes. And by the way, I didn't. And, and for just for chuckles too, uh, I sent these guys the video, and the the knife that he used to to prepare everything just looked like that's what every dude cooking outdoors should have. Yeah, and, like hand uh, forged. So, oh, is that the knife that Corey's giving you shit because he's like, that's not the one on the website. Yeah, so I, I know. I, I I bought the I bought a replica the better handle. Uh, like no, Todd. Todd, and, and since Mary's listening, hold on. Since Mary's listening, <laughs> my my sister has been trying to buy me the actual knife on their website, and it's always out of stock. So I was able to actually research and figure out who made it for them and bought the knife that is uh, the equivalent in the brand that it is. And Nicole's my sister's going to pay me back, so I, I bought that knife like within 15 minutes of watching the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still not as impressive um, as the one they have on their site, because as a matter of fact, the night you sent me the link, I they had it in stock. So had you have told me that, really? I would I would have There's bought like it. Two seconds. Yeah, you, you sent me. The- it. Well, if you see it, if you see it again, uh, just to make you happy, Corey, I, I'm happy to have both. But I was able to leverage my new badass Gladiator series uh, knife tonight. I, I'll I'll give uh, you I'll give you a little bit of a break on the fact that. The other one has been out of stock, but it's still not as cool as the the original one that you showed us. Bullshit! It's not. Sorry, dude. I'm uh, I'm being honest. Hey, easy, fellas. I can't wait to sign me a movie again. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We're supposed to love each other. That's why we're here. We're here to be honest. No, I'll be honest with you. We're here to create content. <laughs> oh, my bad. No one wants honesty. Yeah, we're not doing either. So. Exactly. No, I'll be honest with Corey moving forward. <laughs> All right, so I thought we'd uh, do uh, 100 questions. Still have to get the haunt. Oh, the haunt. Oh, my bad. Let's do that first. The haunt for do the do. this October? Yep. Is that what it's called? Okay. It yeah. is the haunt. Oh, I forgot we're connected to Bluetooth still. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that loud. Okay, the haunt. Wait, wait, yeah, let's do that again. There we go. For this October. Jesus. I'm like Christ. trying to hold I'm like, why is that so loud even when I'm pulling the phone away? Yeah. Thank you for doing it again so I can cut out the first part. Yeah, thank you. Um, so the haunt for this October, if you guys aren't familiar with what it is, um, so I have this book. It's called Michigan Haunts. I actually picked it up at Walgreens. It was surprising that they had this there. Um, but it's Michigan Haunts, Public Places, and Eerie Spaces uh, by John Milan and Gail Offen um, about all different haunted places in Michigan. It's got cool little little blurbs of different places that you can go that are known to be haunted in Michigan. So this one's got a really cool, creepy photo um, of this old black and white. Um, it looks like uh, 
um, like like a school or industrial building, something like that, and all these uh, Native American women in white dresses. So really short, sweet. This is in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. It says Mount Pleasant, but not pl- Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Mount Pleasant, but not pleasant. Built in 1892 to educate Native American children, the Mount Pleasant Indian Industrial Boarding School has a sad past. If you're in the area, the abusive staff, um, as history uh, once said, uh, tried to erase the language um, and culture and customs of the Native American people back in the time. Hundreds of Native American children are said to be buried there in the area. The building was later used as a mental hospital and has been closed since 2010. People have said that figures have been seen roaming the grounds and there have been reports of moans, crying, and screams. Note that this is now the property of the Saginaw Chippewa Tribal Nation who hope to make it a museum. Be respectful, do not trespass here, and be aware that it's a patrolled area. But I thought that was a super cool ghost story area. Like, check out. Obviously, you can't go on the land, but if you're in the area of Mount Pleasant, this was the uh, Native American children, the Mount Pleasant Indian Industrial Boarding School. But, like, that is creepy as hell, dude. Moans and, and cries, like, that's crazy. That's just, that just makes me want to go on the land even more. <laughs> I'm just going to say clear. Clarifying question. Uh, <laughs> so you guys think it's cool. So let, me, let me back this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So wait, the people. So America white people think it's cool. I'm, exactly, I'm like, the people <laughs> in America have been <laughs> fucked harder than most anybody on the earth. They tried to freaking welcome settlers, and then they got fucked and then shut on the reservation. And then, then. We put them into schools, tortured the shit out of them, and their ghosts are roaming around, and we're, like, advocating that people go there and listen to the freaking the toil of people through eternity. No, that's they're, they're not advocating. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, I, I feel like uh, perhaps there's miscommunication <laughs> yeah. because um, we, we do not uh, – we don't segregate, and we don't, we don't discriminate against any ghost. Um, if it was a bunch of white people, it would still be super creepy. And I would still be telling the story. It just happens to be that it was a Native American school and a place in Michigan. So it's in the book. But I think it's a horrible backstory. Um, <laughs> and obviously, it, they're telling you not to trespass on the land. But I think it builds um, it, it builds up into like the, the fountainhead of, of what the story is all about, that um, not only is it just like, you know, some woman that was slaughtered there, but there's so much history of of how horrible it absolutely was. And so, I mean, that's probably why, I mean, some of the the most haunted areas are places where there were grave injustices, you know, and unfortunately that's just the way it goes. You know, like I was telling the guys down in Monroe, there's a field where um, it was like the bloodiest battle in Michigan, uh, which was over the River Raisin. And uh, most there's like a healthy mix of of white and Native Americans because the Native Americans came up and, and assisted us along with people from Kentucky. But, um, but many, many people were killed there, and there's actually a monument, but they say there's a lot of people in period uniforms that they've seen walking the fields. So, yeah, I mean uh, – Discrimination goes out the window with with haunts, but usually when there's injustices like that, I mean that's when you have the most like sp- spiritual activity. All right, 
I'm gonna so I'm gonna jump up with a hundred questions. Yep, and I'm ready. I, and and I I even changed my question based on Nick's haunt for this October. Yeah, it better not be Native American questions because I'm gonna fucking <laughs> get really mad. <laughs> no, you so you inspired me. So the question is to to the group: Is there any are there any values that you hold that where you know you are in the minority, but you stick to them anyway? And I'll go first. When I saw Nick grab his book, and then he took, he as he was reading the book, he took the front cover of the book and he folded that shit underneath. Mm-hmm. And I know it was a paperback, but he fucking folded underneath. I, I was like, it was like fingernails on a chalkboard. For anxiety? Me. Yeah, super anxiety. <laughs> because I, I was, as when I was a kid, I was a, I was a big reader, and I loved. You know, in school when they would go like, hey, guess what's happening tomorrow? The Scholastic Book Magazine is coming and you get to order books. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like Christmas for me. (laughs) So when I saw you fold that book back, I was like, oh, no, he's one of those book folders. (laughs) But but I'm like, that's just a value that I hold where like I would never do that. And, And if I knew you did that, like I will never lend you a book because I know you'll do that. But I know I'm in the minority. Like I know this is a weird thing that that not everybody cares about, but it's just important to me. So that's that's so I I think it's a pretty good example that that's that's what prompted the question. I think a lot of that holds true because you are big on physical items like that you can collect and keep, and you're big on um, yeah. music, albums, movies, things like that Books. that you can keep. Yeah. It, it would be like if if somebody. Um, you know, took a Funko and fucking sat on it or just crushed the box right in Corey's face. He'd be, oh, God. Depends which one it is. Yeah. I mean, that box is worth so much. I mean, I've got Funko boxes, like, lying on the floor right now because I'm like, I don't care about that. And I, yeah, So does that drive you nuts, Corey? Is that something that gives you anxiety? Like, what do you, what's your thing that you do where you're like, I know I, I'm one of the very few people that cares about this shit, but I, it's just a thing that, that bothers me if, if, like, this is what I would do that's different from what other people do. I, I, that in that aspect, I don't necessarily have an answer for you. Like I, I had my answer for as far as the minority like aspect of what, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so like I, I hate coffee and that's just something I've, I've never been able to like, I've been trying lately uh, to really get on board with it, but it just, it's not my thing. And I, I can't, no matter what I do to it or how I, what I try to mix into coffee, I just can't stand it. Yeah, but what is like a drive you nuts thing? Like not just like oh I don't like coffee and I'm trying to get on board with it. Like some, like no one's making the, you eat. Yeah, there's drink there's some if, there are many well, many. Court- had, go ahead, What's that? sorry. Go ahead. I was Jack. gonna say Andy had coffee stirred with my wiener yet. <laughs> do that drop. Do that drop. There there are many. <laughs> Even their wieners. Uh, there's there's many Coreyisms. Like he's very particular. It, if, if any if anything makes me that like anxious or upset about something, then it'd be like I have my stuff, and I I know where my stuff is. Everything has its place. <laughs> if it's not put back where it needs to be put back at, or put away the way it needs to be put away, that drives me crazy. Well, so does does Danielle ever do those things where she doesn't put things back where they're supposed to go or? She, she has, but it's, it's become the point where I've been like, I get home, I'm like, oh, why is this not? And so now she's just like, okay, if it's his, I'm going to leave it, which so, I can, so I, I she appreciate. Just goes, I'm not even going to try. 
Corey will put that away. Yeah. I think okay. we all have a certain level of OCD, you know, of, sure. of, of what we define as its own place because it's its own place and the place was given by each specific person. There's no rule, but with Corey, each thing in his bag has its place of where he wants it to be and the familiarity of, of where he wants it. So there would be no reason other than, you know, being as close as we are that I would know everything. Like, so if I, if I dumped out one of Corey's bags and put it into like the blue bag instead of the the black bag and just haphazardly threw it in there, he would spend the next 45 minutes Swishing all that around oh, yeah. in, into the, where it's supposed, quote unquote, supposed to go. Yeah. And, and I'll give you one that's very simple of mine, an everyday thing that drives me insane. And surprisingly, because I have people over a lot, is someone wiping their hands on a towel in a bathroom and then just putting the towel in a pile, like on the rack. Well, like, not, take it off. Is it your towel on a what, towel holder? What, on a towel rack. So they take it off the towel rack. Whatever it may be. Wipe their hands off and just kind of haphazardly. And they don't hang it back up on the rack Right, they just, got it. Just kind of crunch it up there. Yeah. Like it's it, so it can't dry and it's going to get mildew. So there are many people that go into the bathroom like a hurricane and they, they pee all over the fucking place. And they're like. <laughs> That's fine. And they're like. But the towel. It feels like this is directed at me. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, Nick, you prick. And they're like. I used your futon for a couple weeks in a row. <laughs> no, it's not. And then they just like. La, 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 la. And they're like. Yeah, that's fine. As long as they jam it in the rack. It's like sideways and like not dry. So they correctly. made an attempt, but they didn't. Yeah. there's they, There was no thought. There's no concern. No concern me. whatsoever. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad I don't, I don't feel bad about rubbing your toothbrush against my butt then for two weeks. Oh, dude. Tastes He's fine with that. Tastes kind of nutty. The brown one? Are you talking about the brown one? <laughs> I I want to know yeah. what Savage is coming. Because if a towel is on a towel rack yeah. and I'm at someone else's house, I'm not taking it off the rack. Like I'll, I'll dry my hands on it. Yeah. What, what if you go but, to dry your hands on it and the, the front half of the towel is already damp? Do you go to the back half? I do. I do. I yeah, sometimes, I, depending on where I'm at, I may immediately go to the back half and not even test the front half. There's, there's a lot of people that exactly. <laughs> throw, throw the towel, throw the towel on the floor and find a new towel. <laughs> there, there are, an animal. There are a lot of people that you know yeah. don't don't understand that concept, and that's this. It's the same with you know if someone were to shower or or take a shower, you know, and I mean it's it's really very rare because. I'm not having people come over and shower, but you know, if they were to like throw the towel on the floor, like, oh, dude, we're gonna fight. We're gonna have, <laughs> which I did not. No, you don't. I'm not okay. okay. I, was say, I, I fold it up. Fucking and put hang it, it up. And I, I, I hang it up. up straight. Do not fucking one side of it's fucking falling off, and you know, it, it needs to dry. That's fine. You know, but yeah, those are my little. I didn't. And Bob's looking at me like, no, no, I, no, okay. I, no. <laughs> oh, accusingly, like, yeah. you, you know what you did. No, I, I made you sure know I, what you I, did, I, Corey. I could have a whole, whole podcast about these things. Todd, we we never heard you weigh in on this, did we? We did not, because I have there's a because well, I have two things that are e- equal. People eating in my car or drinking in my car. It, it for whatever reason it just it. Uh, Grinds me, and Mary loves to eat and drink in the cars. Are, are you talking about uh, if they spill the food or the drink in your no, car, or it's just, just the? Just, because I know eventually spill will or crumbs and things will come, so I don't like people eating or drinking at all in my car. We can wait till we get to where we're going. 
What if you're on a cross-country road trip? Co- then you we stop and we go into a restaurant and we eat with <laughs> civilized people. But what if it's only uh, a Bob Evans and there's no tomato juice and pepper? Exactly. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, that but I think that's that's equal to people who eat foods that are like a specific dish. Like, because this is a Mary thing, but I don't like cold food and I don't like, like, if I make spaghetti ever, I don't like eating the sauce until it's on pasta or until, until the thing is done. So... From a, from that perspective, I think those are equal equal in my mind. People eat eat my vehicles, uh, drives me absolutely bonkers. Eat or drink in my vehicles, and equal to people eat cold food and meals that, that like go together, but they start like picking at them when they're cold, not put together. Those are equal in my mind. Things that drive me insane. Mary likes to eat cold dishes, uh, and it fucking ugh, hurts my soul. <laughs> Well, I mean, she is married to you, you cold hard bastard, so. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, no, and, and by the way, I, I named Mary, but there's tough people. Like, oh, you made blue. I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, let me warm some up for you. And they start picking at it when it's cold. I'm like, you dirty, uncivilized bitch. Leave my home. <laughs> so you, you won't, if something's cold, you won't have a single taste of it? No. Unless it's meant to be cold. I mean, I, I'll well, eat cold yeah. cocktail shrimp. Right. I'm not, yeah. Not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying take something that's supposed to be cold and warm it up. Like, yeah, that, that, that would, yeah, that would yeah, just if be. If it's supposed to be warm, you eat it. If, you eat, if it's supposed to be warm, you eat it warm. That, I was going to say it you're, again. You're, you're not taking. It's over there my will be. You're not taking a sleeve of crackers and, and tossing them in the microwave. Warm. <laughs> Microwaved crackers. Microwaves all you need to warm it up then. So microwave cracker. That's the first thing that came to mind for some reason. No, no, that's genius. <laughs> oh, no, it drives me insane because Mary, Mary loves eating cold dishes, and, and a lot of people will like dip in things, and it drives me insane. If it's meant to be hot, serve it and eat it hot. Well, hey, listen, we've uh, got one last shot here sitting here. Todd, are you going to join us, or have you had it? Have you had enough? Of this I've top, had two, so I guess I'll have a three. Brown sugar bourbon. And, and I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now, one last one that will drive a lot of people crazy. It's going to split the cast, or or it's going to split oh, the audience. Wait. Under, like if someone, were to re- if someone were to replace my toilet paper and put it on underrolled instead oh, of sorry. over. It's got to go over. Wait, hold on. So they would replace, so they used up the roll, yep. pulling it from the top, and they deliberately went the other way. They There are many, many people that I know that think they're doing something good. Like if there was no roll there, and, and they didn't know which way it was rolling, so they just put it on the way that they no, did. No, no, they used it. I'm not it. sure you get mad at it, but right, but to your there, point. There are they, people that if they don't. they used it rolling from the top. and then Like, like you know, the mentality like, the bottom. oh, I don't see the world in color. There are people that don't see the world in toilet paper rolls, and they're like, I just put it on. Is that not good enough? And it's like, yeah. If I went into exactly. the ba- if I went into the bathroom and saw that, nothing else could happen until I fix that. Do you like, think that maybe they saw you were a top roller and they're like, nope, nope, I don't think. Nope. With those kind That's of people, wrong. with those people, with roller. those kind of people, I don't think that they think of that maliciously. I think they're just trying to replace it, and that's the way they do it. I was going to say, it goes on the way it goes on. And once again, oh. why are you targeting me? So I put on your floor. <laughs> I didn't freaking fluff your towels. And I fucking didn't put your toilet paper on right. You freaking vindictive bitch. Next time I fly there, I'm just going to take shits in your lawn and wipe my ass with your sheets. I will say this. When Corey, when Corey leaves, he, uh, this is, I, I, I love to uh, stroke the ego of Corey when I can because it doesn't happen very often. 
But uh, credit where credit's due. When Corey leave, he does clean up and, and put away stuff. And uh, when Todd and Bob leave, it's it's like uh, they're just being born again, and they're just uh, they just robbed a bank, and they're trying to get out of there as quick as possible. Like, holy fuck, where am I? I gotta go. I got shit to do. It looks it looks as if someone spiked them on the futon because it's like a car accident. There's things. There's blankets on the ground. There's pillows yep. off to the left. Yep. Futons unfolded. Chase was on the right. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> But then the next weekend, to be fair, like I'll show I don't up. know if I have to hug somebody when I if see him. <laughs> bolt when you get up. <laughs> yeah. Bolt when you get up. To be fair, like exactly. the, the next the next weekend when I would show up at, here at Nick's house for the podcast, I would come downstairs and he'd be like, hey, buddy, here you go. And he'd hand me like a T-shirt, one of my T-shirts that he had washed and given it back to me. And we, we've been doing this so long. And this, this is a dance that we're both familiar with. I just go, thanks, man. I put it in my bag. There's like no questions asked. I don't ask like, I did. I don't remember leaving this here or thanks for washing it for me. Or like, where did you find it? Like, there's none of that that's necessary. <laughs> no, I know it's mine. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna do one more question, but before we do that, this this booze is sitting here getting warm. So tip him back, gentlemen. Whoo! Oh yeah. So someone did comment in though, and. Uh, said that she ate half a cold hamburger while I drove home from Bob's today. Maybe it's a girl thing. And hopefully in Bob's car. No. That'll make that'll make it this perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we got we got um food from the lunchbox in Dearborn Heights today. Good sandwiches, but she, Lori opted for a burger. Um she ate half her half her burger, I ate half my sandwich and so when she left to go back home, I gave her her leftovers. And she's like, oh, I might eat this on the drive. I'm like, why would you do that? Just wait to get home. Like, eating in the car when you don't have to eat in the car seems really backwards to me. Yeah, if you're I on mean, a trip or something. You've right, got yeah, a 20-minute drive. If, I, if I'm starving and I haven't eaten all day and yeah. I, I have to eat something in the car. No, hold on. Then, then okay. Oh, if you're in and you haven't eaten all day, you know what you do? You drive to a restaurant and you go inside and you get something. But, it, but if you have leftovers from only a couple of hours previously... Like, take that shit home and drive 20 minutes. You can wait 20 minutes. I that, that was my only point. I'm like, I don't know why you're eating in the car. If you're that hungry, like, you could sit back down at the table at my house and you yeah, could 20, eat this 20, burger. 20, 20 minutes, you, you can wait on that one. I, I, will, I will tell you this, Todd, from, from, the, <laughs> from the person that's pointing the biggest finger, the Slusky Finns are big car eaters. They they are huge, huge car eaters. They they do not have self control. I'll tell you that right now. We will wow, pick. Thank you, buddy. You don't. I'm fine, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that as long as it's their car. Like yeah, I'm not right. gonna lose my mind if you're eating your food in your car and there's sesame seeds all over your shit. If you're in my car, freaking hold it together until we get to a restaurant. We we've and grant granted it was up north, and so I don't have any personal knowledge of everyday life, but. I've I've worked with Corey, um, and there is no social situation that he won't eat. Um, I've seen him eat in our roll calls. I've seen him eat while he's driving. I've seen like full sandwiches and and drinks and fries. He was meeting the president. I've and he was munching on some I've funions. Seen, I've seen Danielle whilst whilst kayaking, dipping chips in guacamole. <laughs> Per, hold on. Which you should have went badly. Personally brought guacamole in small containers with a bag of chips whilst kayaking. 
So, and then I got yelled at. I said, what is that? She guy was hungry. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I'm like, I've never seen anyone with a small container like that you made at home. Like this is plan ahead of time container of like, this is not like I bought this at the store. This is, I put guacamole in this little tiny I, container <laughs> and I'm chewing it while I'm kayaking. I will say though, that, that does show me that's one thing that's going to make her a great mom is because she, the way she packs for herself, Jesus Christ, my mom didn't even do for us. Oh dude, she, she'll, she'll pull just, out a, just kidding mom. Yes, she'll, did. Dude, I, I wish she was my mom <laughs> because she will pull out a bag of mixed squares of cheese and sausages sliced up really nice i'm like where is that from she's like i made it before we came out today and like like all the pre-made stuff like it looks fantastic but it's nothing that i would take the time to do like i would just she's very big on on preparing stuff like that and having it set aside and then uh, now that she has the cooler that she has for her kayak that has way more room than any other cooler we've ever had yeah she just like oh i have these snacks and yeah, she has a little personal cups of uh, guacamole that the, she brings. I'm like, Jesus. the only thing that would have blew my mind is more. Is there a fridge on it? <laughs> yeah. Todd, it basically is. The only thing that would have blew my mind more. Uh, and it's, you know, I, I've got many years of being friends with them, hopefully, uh, in the future to look forward to. Um, but would be being on a kayak and like, um, enjoying some soup or cereal in a bowl. <laughs> so, like, if that happens, I might lose my mind. But. One thing I wanted to bring up to you guys that I have not purchased yet that I'm about to, and I might purchase one for each one of us, and I I have not pulled the trigger on it yet, but it is a mini refrigerator, little retro refrigerator. It's about this big. It's I've about, seen those. about ten yeah. inch ten inches tall, and it holds six beers. And this one six six beers at thirty two degrees. This specific fridge. Not only does that, but if you unplug it, switch the button on the back, plug it back in, it also heats stuff up. And it is on sale right now for like $41. And I may get one for each of us. Is there a model that holds 12 beers? <laughs> no, but think think how great this would be. Like it's called if, a Frigidaire box. Can I, have, can I have two of these? Listen, because if we, ran, look at, if we ran cords and each had our own little fridge next to these desks... That we could never have to get up during the podcast other than to piss. Yeah, I suppose that's true. That would be so cool. And I, I was very, and it's on my fuck. It's I in love my, how, it's yeah. in my cart right now, right how, now. We the the number of people who are not watching us is staggering. The number of no, the number, the number of people, people that are not care, watching us is huge. Who don't care that we that we right staggeringly huge. The number of people who notice that we get up and go get a beer from the fridge is so infinite. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but the cool not part... I'm not sure if it's worth $120. It's, no, no, $120. 40 40 40 Oh, no, no, no. But the other cool part about oh, no, this... Oh, no, I'm not buying yours. Listen. Oh, I will. But the other cool <laughs> part about this is that it comes with a car charger. Ooh, oh, yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> Dude! You had me so a car when we go car So when we go kayaking and shit like that, like, you could literally just... Oh, dude. Yeah. I'll show you guys later. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, Todd's been fiercely typing this entire time. So I think really? I think he is actually looking it up right Th- now. To get 30, him... It's actually thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so let, let let's finish this up and then we'll close it out. So last last question. Who? Uh, we'll start with Todd. Uh, this shouldn't be this shouldn't be too long. Yes, sir. Uh, who's your first crush? Ooh. I I'm. Oh, her name popped right in my head. 
She's a Michigan girl, though. So can, am I allowed to say it? Because like she's like, sure. You don't live in Michigan. So she's like famous now. Uh, is it Carmen Harlan? <laughs> what? No. Stabenow. Is it Aggie Usedley? Stabenow. <laughs> Aggie Usedley used to do the lotto drop. No. Of the balls. No, my. No, my. My first crush was a, a girl by the name of Ann Schaefer. I'll never forget it. She just like a little boy, and I loved him to death. She, sorry, she's like a little boy. What? Oh my god! Loved her. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Corey. Um. Well, you guys actually, she's a fan of the show. <laughs> uh, my friend Kate. Kate Alice. Yeah. Was your first crush? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, we we're in elementary Mine school. Like. Mine too. Seventh, seventh, eighth grade. No kidding. Yeah. Does she know this? Oh yeah, I wouldn't be saying it right now if if she didn't. Well, I didn't know if this was like a, a like a Schnauzcast exclusive. It, it is to uh, well to I'm to you guys and but not to Kate. No, no. She, well, yeah, Corey, she's, she's we've whatever. got uh, Kate on the line right now. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you never told me. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think uh, so. Mine was a uh, a Dawn Gallinet. We were it when it was in seventh grade, stout junior high, um, right outside of math class. She was stout. She was not stout. She, we, uh, we, we went to stout junior high, uh, right outside of oh. math, right outside of math class. She uh, she kissed me in the hallway. First crush. She was your first crush just because she kissed you? <laughs> no, no, no. Before, prior <laughs> to she that. If, yeah. So if she lost a bet, Bob. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> So I will say this. Um, we're going to do first names only on this one. Okay. It's a girl named Jessica. Um, Jessica Beale? No. <laughs> Damn it. Smoking hot. And right, Jessica Beale? Chastain? No. Chastain? Chastain? <laughs> and I will explain to you after the show. Alba? Why we're not, Alba. Why we're not doing a last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Dirt. Please, please remind me. Dirt in the after party. If I forget, remind me. No, no. It'll be like, we're going to walk upstairs, yeah. and I will immediately remind you. Please. Because I, I want to let you know. Why are you even waiting until we Alba? walk upstairs? <laughs> I'm not even sure. Does Jessica Alba listen to our show? <laughs> oh, she does now. And ladies and gentlemen, with that revelatory bobshell exclusive, that is the podcast for the weekend, episode 142 for Schnozcast. On behalf of Nick, Corey, Todd, this is Bob saying thank you for joining in. Please tune in next weekend for episode 143. Good night.